This is episode 181 of the Beyond the Food show, and today I share the first chapter of She's Beyond the Food. The guest is me. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, clinical nutritionist and emotional eating expert, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food method, and founder of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy. Corporate executive turned health expert with my own journey with weight, body image, and food, It's now my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently right now and unconditionally. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hello, sisters. So excited to be back with you talking into my microphone. I gotta say, I'm a bit nervous for what I'm about to share. I've taken a hiatus for the last four weeks, and I took some time away on purpose, and it will become very clear to you in just a short amount of time why I did this, and I think it's going to be extremely beneficial for all of you, the listener of the podcast. Now, a little PSA before we start. If this is your first podcast episode of the Beyond the Food show, It's probably not the best place to start because this is going to be kind of weird for you because you won't know where I come from. So I would suggest that you instead go back to episode 177 and then work your way back up to this one or even before that. And then what I'm about to share here today will start making sense to you. Now, for all of you who've been with me for years or months, Why did I go away? Why did I stop for four weeks the podcast? And I did that on a very intentional purpose. I'm going to share with you what has happened. And me wanting to share this with you got me to think about a new type of format episode for the podcast, which is what's going to happen today. This new format episode is called She's Beyond the Food, today being chapter one, the very first time I do this, hence why I'm a little bit nervous. But the intention of this podcast is actually to share part of my life, but in a place where I share with you how the Beyond the Food method is applied in my life and what it brings to me and potentially to you as well, if you're willing to apply the principle in your own life. So the purpose of me not being here for four weeks so that I could reframe all of this in my head before I open my microphone and instead of vomiting on you, I would actually have a structure that would actually provide you with a service. Now, let's get started on why did I go away? Why did I took a break from the podcast for almost the mid-February till the end of March? I had a huge transformational moment. We call that ha-ha moment within the Beyond the Food community, in January. And it was massive. 
it shifted nearly everything in my life. Now, understand if you know my journey, these kind of moments weren't the first one in my life. I had some earlier in my life, I had some at 36 years old, where it shifted my health, shifted in some cases my love life, and Today, well, in January, this massive ha-ha moment actually shifted my work. It's the beyond the food method, but to the next level. Like the realization wasn't about the actual method, but the ha-ha moment was about the business aspect of the beyond the food community, beyond the food method, or beyond the food academy. Because It is a business, right? It provides me with a revenue that allows me to live and also allows me to give employment to people, gives me a revenue that allows me to share this message on this podcast for totally free, right? Because there is cost associated to the podcast, but I'm able to absorb it because I'm generating a revenue with the business. So this is the haha moment that shifted everything that pushed me to actually take a break and rethink part of my business in the going to be on the food approach, right? And how I was delivering my method. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. The She's Beyond the Food, chapter one, is about that haha moment that happened for me in January that will resonate with you if you've ever struggled with not good enough or whatever the variation in your own life is, this will find a place in your heart. So are you ready for the first chapter of She's Beyond the Food? Let's do this, sister. As I mentioned earlier, this segment of my life began back in January 2019. We're still in 2019 right now. And I had just completed the launch of our lead program. So through the Christmas period, I had worked my butt off, created content through podcast episodes, through blog posts through social media content, did a ton of Facebook Live and Instagram Live throughout Christmas and the first three weeks of January with the intention of educating women on why they needed to go beyond the food and also to share with them, with you, you've listened to some of those episodes, how beautiful the transformation can be when you are willing to go beyond the food. I worked my butt off and I had honestly high hopes. I had hoped that this, our fourth launch of our lead program was going to attract the highest, biggest group we've ever had. As I mentioned, we've seen some amazing transformation and share a lot of those transformation. For example, podcast 170 and 172. And I'm like, this is so powerful. It did miracle in my life. It did miracle in all those women's life. 
It's got to resonate with other women that are coming, join us and transform their own life. I was so excited. I was pumped for how my life purpose, my own journey was going to serve that many more women. Well, by the time we closed the door of our lead program in January 27th, I was completely exhausted physically, emotionally, and mentally, completely disconnected spiritually because of how much energy and brain power and time I had put into it, yet this was the smallest group of women we've had joining us over the last four launches. And as I'm sharing this, my voice is shaking because this is the type of stuff you never, ever hear from people who create stuff, right? That it is creating a book, creating courses, creating programs. People will willingly share their success and absolutely deny sharing any of the non-success, any of their struggle, because they're afraid that you, the listener, the person who hears the story, will think less of them. But in my life's purpose to share my journey so that you can enjoy and live your life purposefully and fulfill your own possibility through what has gone through my own life, I decided to share this. So when we create anything, any type of creation, we put our soul into what we create, that it is a piece of art, a book, a program, it's our soul. It's like the deepest part of us that we pour into this thing. And then you get to see our soul. We may not say it as that. We may not call it as that. But every segment of everything that I create is a part of me. I'm allowing you into my soul, into my spirit by seeing what I create. So I'm saying that so that if you're not a creator, you can understand the depth of what I was feeling on January 27th, because to me, it felt like rejection. I felt completely devastated by the fact that all this work and all the magic wasn't reaching you. Now, while this was happening in my head, January 28, 29, we were welcoming the new ladies into our program. We were getting them organized. And I also had a speaking tour that was kicking off in just a week. Like, life wasn't stopping. It was continuing at a very fast speed. And the more I was continuing doing, the more my head was my self-talk, my head, my thoughts, my self-talk was highly 
rampant and terrible. The shame started to take over. It started to take over because the self-talk I was having was, well, people don't think you're good enough to help them. How can they be wanting to work with you? This is just some extract of what was going on in my head. You're fat. How can people be inspired by you? Why are you doing this? Why do you keep trying when clearly people don't want to work with you? You should just go back in the corporate world and have your nice little cushy job and not have to worry about any of this. Nice try, but you're not enough. And I spare you everything else that went on in my head during that felt like forever, but it was probably around a week period of time. And shame is very potent. I think many of us here listening to this podcast, I don't want to say everyone because I don't know who's listening, but I want to say that most of us have experienced shame and many of you are still in a state of shame with regards to your body, right? Your body image, your self-confidence, your self-worth, you are in a state of shame. And so you can relate how I felt and how you feel about your body is how I felt about my work, my creation, my art, right? There's a a great quote from Dr. Brene Brown. I'm going to share it with you here that sums up what was happening to me. Shames corrode the very part of us that believes we are capable of change by Dr. Brene Brown. You know, I teach this stuff, yet it was happening to me. I know enough that when shame knocks at my back door, as Brene would say, it's time to get serious. It's time to get serious in applying what has helped me overcome body image and body shaming and what I teach, right? They're going to be on the food method. So as the shame was showing up in my life around my work, I rode the wave, right? That's how we teach to deal with our emotions. So I rode the wave of shame and as we teach at the end of the wave, there's the phase of understanding. There's the phase of having a perspective on your emotional state or the emotion to which you rode the wave of the emotion with. That's the most significant part of our emotional journey is understanding why this emotion shows up in our life. And I came out of this wave understanding why I felt the shame. I came out of the wave reassured that the only way through shame was to feel the shame. And I got quiet. And that's why I kind of stopped producing podcast episodes because to process the shame, I needed to understand. And to understand, we often need to be quiet. To feel, we need to be quiet as well. So I got quiet. You know, everything happens for a reason. 
And again, we teach that in the going to beyond the food method and everything happens for a reason and we need to accept the responsibility, right? Our emotion are just present to teach us something and it's our job to figure it out. And so through my quietness, I use the skill of intuitive writing and I wrote freaking pages of it, like pages and pages in my journal, trying to process what had happened, why I was feeling like this, and what was the purpose of this happening in my life. Now, I want to take a pause and bring you another piece of information into this period of self-discovery I was going through. People come in your life for a reason. So on that note, I had interns started to work with me in January. So I graduated from a a school of nutrition and part of our certification and our process of becoming a nutritionist is to do internship in our field. And so I welcome every so often interns from our graduating school for them to have their internship into what we do. Obviously, I attract people who want to work in the world of emotions and body acceptance and so forth. So I had one of my interns that started that was a marketing expert. She had gone through her own life journey with a lot of emotional stuff and she had crashed and she quit her job and she went back to school and was hoping to maybe become a nutritionist, but through studying, she realized that that's not really what she wanted to do. What she wanted to do is to use her skills of marketing and actually help other nutritionists bring their work forth to the world so that they can heal more people. So she was my intern and she came into my world, started in the beginning of January, right? as this thing was all unfolding. And the first month, she observed. She investigated my business from every angle. She looked at our system and she composed by the beginning of February an assessment of our marketing aspect of our business. So as I was going through the shame and I was riding the wave and I was writing, trying to understand why this was happening to me, she was also ready to share her assessment with me. And you know what her assessment was? This is a professional executive marketing person. She says, Stephanie, your business is very complicated. It's very long. It's very heavy. And it honestly feels very hard, hard from a consumer perspective and also hard from you. You have to put in a lot of work for you to generate this level of business. Is that what you want to do for the rest of your life? Can you really work that hard? And do you honestly have to convince people that much? I'm going to pause here and use the word convince because that was like the big trigger for me to have another massive realization, another what we call in our community, ha ha moment, 
I was trying to convince you. I was trying to convince women. I was trying to prove myself through my marketing effort, through my podcast, through my blog, through my social media, that I was worthy. I was trying to convince myself and you that I was good enough to help you. Holy shit. Right? It shook me to my core. Body shaming permeates through every aspect of our life. Body shaming leads us to believe that we have to earn everything in life because we're not worthy. We're not worthy as a human because of the state of our body. We chase earning the love of a partner. We work really hard at earning the support of our friend, many times by being people pleaser. We work really hard in our career so that we can earn the pay increase or the promotion. That's what I did. That, that's what brought me to my physical crash at 36 years old. Yet, here I was approaching this current business, this second part of my life when it comes to work, with that point of view. I thought that I had learned a lesson from crashing at 36 years old, from proving myself in my corporate career and working harder than all the men's around me because... Part of my journey in the corporate world was what we call glass ceiling breaking. From the age of 28 to the age of 36, every single position I had, I was the first woman to do that job. I was the youngest female to have done that job. I was the only French Canadian to have ever earned this position. Like it was a constant state of proving myself and it was kind of embedded in my DNA. And out of unawareness, I was approaching this business in this same method, unconsciously. I'm a highly conscious person in many aspects of my life, but not this one. All that because of the sense of non-worthiness I was having because of body shaming. I had overcome body shaming and my sense of worthiness when it comes to food and when it comes to weight. And some of you are maybe going through this right now, right? You kind of want to eat intuitively and you know that your body does not make you who you are, but you have this old thinking and those old core belief that keeps coming up all the time. I remember for me when I was going through that, I don't know, between the age of 38 and early 40s, I remember waking up in the morning, some morning where I had decided not to diet for the last three or four weeks, I would wake up one morning and <gasps> in a complete state of anxiousness, oh my God, I got to go back on a diet. I can't live in this body. This what was happening, but in the context of my business now. 
and went back to journaling. And as she shared this feedback with me and I integrated that and I journal, I journal, all of a sudden the shame started to go away. The shame was gone. And I realized that this behavior and this level of complication when it came to my business was simply a manifestation of the belief that I wasn't good enough to do this work. And yet when this was all happening, right, everything happens for a reason. I had some of my one-on-one client that would text me and randomly tell me how grateful they were to be working with me and how amazing their life was because of me and, and all the love they had for me. And, and I was journaling and, and all of this was coming through me, right? The universe is supporting you. Whatever transformation you're going through right now or aspect of your life that you're trying to change, the universe will be there with you and sending you those small little messages all the time. So I came out of this with this, I need to change, which means that I need to change the way that I do business. I need to change my brand. I need to change my message. I need to change my podcast because my podcast was always been about education and teaching you stuff. But the outcome of that is that because you weren't supported with a, the whole program, I was just throwing facts at you. Many people were getting overwhelmed and this overwhelm was throwing them into an on action state because they had just this great information, but they didn't know what to do with it. So I needed to change my podcast and everything. So my comfort zone when it came to my business really disappeared. So as we decided to put that through in the month of later part of February and started to change everything in the business. Oh my God, did the fear just showed up. So I would have, I knew I had to change and I made the decision to change. But as we were doing it, like, it was like fear was knocking at the back door, always telling me like, are you sure you're doing the right thing? Are you sure? And because I had gone through this, when I decided to stop dieting and suffering from this body image situation that, that I now teach about, I knew that fear was just knocking at the door because I was expanding my comfort zone. I knew that intellectually. Did it make it easier? Did it mean that fear didn't show up? Did it mean that anxiety didn't show up? Heck no. It still was there. I still had to deal with it. But fortunately enough, I wasn't alone. I had my, my coach, my, my intern guiding me and coaching me through this work. Because when you expand your comfort zone, when you try to change something in your life, don't do it alone. Because fear will win. I am telling you, fear will win when you are alone in your head because no one is supporting you and showing you the light. Fortunately enough, I had this beautiful woman in my life that was helping me and reminding me that we could do this. And I could see it in her smile and her excitement. And I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and we went to work. So we redid the whole website. We redid some of our program. We redid the messaging behind our program. We created new workshop to address the main question that you have. And I decided to 
take the break in the podcast to prepare all of this and to really internalize all this change so I can be who I truly wanted to be, the person that is not overwhelmed by this feeling of needing to prove herself. I am enough. I have enough knowledge in my head to help all of you. I now know that. And I know that the biggest impact that I can have on you will not come through me wanting to prove myself, but instead by being, by showing you how powerful you are as a woman and how much capacity and possibility is in your life right now that through me inspiring you and sharing positive message, I can help you tap into. So when you decide to engage yourself in the process of transformation, the process of change, it's going to be easy, just like it was for me, right? Just like it was for me when I collapsed on stage to the point where I was here, it was easy. In going through it, it's not, but in reflection, because I had all these coaches and, and these process that were taught to me, it made the process easy. And that's what I'm aiming to be now. And this is what I wanted this new podcast episode to be about, is to share with you how this happens in my life and how it can happen in your life as well. So here I am today presenting you with a new podcast. If you look at the image of the podcast, it's brand new. It's me in my full body. If you look at the description of the podcast, it has changed. If you look at social media, it has changed because it's my work. It's my creation. And as I evolve my creation, my art changes and evolves with me. And I'm very proud to be presenting that to you today. I want this new message to be about inspiration, not about needing to convince you that the going to beyond the food method is the ultimate experience of transformation and that it will give you a result, but I don't want to convince you of that anymore. I'm done with that. I'm here to inspire you, inspire you to overcome your fear, empower you to discover your own inner strength and your female power, because God almighty, do we have some when we allow ourselves to tap into it. The power that I was seeking, that you are seeking within the same body that we have right now. We don't need to negotiate our body to lose weight to tap into that power. We have it. We don't need to earn it. But instead, when we accept our body, we tap into our power and confidence comes into our life so we can trust our body messages. And our body messages are our hungers, our craving, our desire to eat. And we have this ability to decode them because we can tap into that ability that we have. We don't buy this ability. We have it innately. 
And that's called our intuition. And that intuition is there to guide you with food, with body image, with your career, with your love life, with your kids, with everything in life. But when we are disconnected from our body, because we shame it, because that's what we think, that's what we think we need to do, right? Because that's what we're taught. We disconnect from all this power and all this knowledge. I call that our body wisdom, right? When we are able to do this, when we tap into our body wisdom, magic happens. Magic like me not needing to prove myself anymore. Magic like me not dieting. Magic like you no longer fearing the number on the scale or fearing to look at yourself in the mirror or everything else that magic means to you. You too, sister, can go beyond food. And my hope in sharing this story with you and how it applies in my real life I can inspire you to find the courage to go beyond the food as well. So what does this aha moment, this new realization means to you when it comes to how you interact with our business, with our world, with our services? Well, first, you'll notice that this type of episode wasn't part of the podcast before. So that's going to be once a month. She's Beyond the Food, and every month is going to be a different chapter, kind of an autobiography. The rest of the podcast, it'll be two to three interview a month. So interviews are going to be more frequent, but with diverse women, mainly women. I'm not sure if there's going to be men or not, but we'll see what happens. But it's going to be interview to inspire you in different aspects of life, not just with health, but with how you engage with your clothes, how you engage with your home, how you engage with your career, leadership, family, all kinds of different aspects of your life to inspire you. And we're going to have Q&As. So we're going to take your question and answer them in a rapid fire format. So watch for that in our social media. When we're ready to get some Q&As, we'll prompt you. We'll ask for it on the podcast as well, and that will supply our new Q&A episode. Podcast will still come out once a week on Thursday. Now, as far as the rest of our services, if you've gone to our website, you will see that it has significantly changed. We've introduced a new masterclass. It's called So You Want to Lose Weight? Because weight loss is the number one question we get every time we do a survey, we ask what you want. It all relates back to weight loss. So what I did is I pulled that together into a workshop. It's two hours, It comes with a workbook, and it walks you through the five questions you need to answer for yourself. I don't have the answer. And only give you some food for thoughts and some option for you. Think through why why you're struggling with weight loss. Why is it that what you want to achieve is not being achieved? And what you need to think about before you jump on the next diet. 
So that's a new masterclass. It's available right there on our front page on our website. We also have Conquer Emotional Eating. So we looked at Claim Your Food Freedom program and said, how can we make this more inspiring and more action-driven? And then we reformulated Claim Your Food Freedom program into Conquer Emotional Eating. So you will have access of that starting today. And we also have the Going to Beyond the Food Academy, which remains our lead program, our coaching program that is now open for you to join at any time. So we're no longer going to put a ton of effort into selling it at specific time of the year, but instead we're going to allow you to come in when you're ready. What a concept, right? So go check that out in our podcast. All the links will also be available in the show notes. The other thing, last thing we want to do is also have exercise at the end of every one of our podcasts. So you can actually take action onto what you're learning with each episode. So here's our first exercise. We actually started this in podcast 178. And people loved it. So we're going to continue with that. And the question or the exercise today is one of intuitive writing. So intuitive writing, if you're one of our students, you know what it is. If you're not, all you need is a pen and a piece of paper. And you answer a question. You put a question at the top of the page. And then you put your pen to the paper. And you answer the question without overthinking it. Without... When you write, don't worry about grammar, don't worry about spelling error, just write. Pour your heart on the piece of paper attempting to answer the question with complete honesty and transparency, and that process will lead you to tap into your innate wisdom, into your intuition. So here's a question for you. What will I do once I feel confident in my body image. Once I finally reach the weight that will make me feel confident. So you answer that question. Then you flip the page or flip the couple pages and then you answer that one. Once you've done the inventory of everything you will do once you're confident, what prevents me to do it now? What prevents me to do blank, blank, blank now? Be honest with yourself. Be totally transparent and see what happens. So there you have it, ladies. Chapter one of She's Beyond the Food. So I'm turning it over to you. I want to get your feedback. So share your feedback on either Instagram via DMs, via posting and tell me how you found the episode on Facebook, on email, info at stephaniedozy.com. I want to get your feedback. Is it helping you? Do you enjoy it? Do you have anything else to suggest? So we had some great show coming up. Next week, we're starting our new round of interview. And we're going to talk to a woman who specialized her work in 
making your environment a source of power for you. A source of power to increase your energy, to increase your confidence in your home environment. A little bit of a heads up, it's called Feng Shui. Something that I've been doing for about three years now since I moved into my new house and that I wanted to share with you. And this is happening next week. And we also have Sherry Clark. She's going to come in and talk to us about how to get started and how to tap into our power right now. That's going to be the following week. We've got a other bunch of very powerful women that are going to come over the next number of weeks to share their power with you. I love you. I look forward to hang out with you again in the next episode. Bye.